And we're back coming to you from Parts Another's episode 121 with your hosts Rocky and Rick. Maybe I'll stop na- numbering them. Maybe I was thinking about it. You know, maybe I'll pull the whole WrestleMania NFL thing where I just don't say it. You know, or the really the thing where I stop numbering them forever ago. Well, you know, I just give them titles. Maybe though. I'll be different, bruh. Um, so we got Fastlane this weekend. Uh, I don't think there's anything else besides uh, news that so Bobby Fish got injured over two days ago. So blown at his knee, no idea how it is. Maybe there's an update today. I think it was like two nights ago. Uh, I know tonight they're showing off on NXT when we're recording the stuff for TakeOver, which will probably be, I guess, Black versus uh, Cien Almas. Um, it would have been Sanity versus Red Dragon, but who knows how his knee's going to be until TakeOver. If it's super serious, if it is, then... Maybe they'll make Adam Cole and him defend, uh, Kyle Riley defended. We'll have Ember versus Shayna Baszler again. Uh, I don't uh, know. This is what's up on Wikipedia. There are four matches up for TakeOver. Okay, New well, Orleans. NXT did end, yeah, and they did announce stuff. So, so yeah, it's uh, Adam Cole, EC3, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, Ricochet, and the Velveteen Dream. Ladder match for the inaugural NXT North American Championship. So it'll be a new title. Uh, did they show up tonight? <laughs> EC3 and Ricochet? <laughs> I don't know. That, I mean, that's what's here. I'm just saying what's here. I don't uh, know they how would have official to show it is. I'm going to go to NXT on the Instagram while you bring this up. <laughs> go for it. Uh, the, the other thing listed here is the Undisputed Era versus the, author, the Authors of Pain versus Roddy and Pete Dunne. How interesting. For our, the uh, Dusty Classic. Like, yeah, triple threat tag match for the NXT Tag Team Championship and Dusty Tag Team Classic. Oh, you spoiled the Dusty Classic. My bad, dog. <laughs> that's what I was Oh, whatever. Like. Wait. What do you mean? That's what's airing tonight? No. Dusty Classic, I think the final match may be at TakeOver. Well, I'm not, this is just what's written on Wikipedia. I know, I know. It's just like, wait a second. Dusty Classic is going on right that now. Could, look, that could change. Card subject to change. Well, I mean, it's already <laughs> recorded. There's nothing they can do. Yeah, we, well, whatever you said. I'm like, if you say Bobby Fish is, is injured... And he won't be able to make it. Then they, they could, could change that. Well, he's not part of the the. He, they're already the champions. It says uh, versus uh, for the NXT Tag Team Championship and Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. I don't. It's just three teams. That's all I. Uh, that's all I said. But one of them is the Undisputed Era. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Card subject could change, man. This is just Wikipedia as of today, <laughs> which is Wednesday. <laughs> then there's a uh, Ember versus Shayna for uh-huh. the women's. And uh, Andrade versus Aleister Black right. for the NXT title. No Gargano. Danny's here. Fuck him. <laughs> I'll never hear this. Um. So yeah, that's that. According to Wikipedia. And then Ray got injured. That was like last week. Was that fully confirmed? Yeah, I his, only heard his, it when it was it a was bicep. He tore it. Yeah. Or, yeah. Something happened. Um. Which kind of sucks. Who knows about his like New Japan match? But I think he'll be ready for. But men have worked through a yeah, bicep. Yeah. yeah. It, um. Like once you tear it, you're not gonna tear it any worse. Yes, so you can so still you can work still work it. with it, but you know, it's gonna suck. Yeah, it's gonna. Like be I think uh, Christian did that. Uh, he had a torn peck, and uh, there was gonna be a culmination to some storyline. I think it was with Alberto Del Rio, possibly. So he had a torn. I mean, early two thousands WWE stuff, or maybe early to mid two thousands, and uh, he worked like a week or two with a torn peck just because. He, you know, might as well get a pay, get to a payoff before he gets you know kayfabe injured enough to have to have surgery. So, I mean, it's happened. Yeah. Um, being the lead, the, the All In Show got announced for September first at Chicago. I think in the Sears Center. Uh, I've been talking to Rocky about it. Maybe we'll try 
to uh, go see it. I would like to. But uh, we'll see. It's going to it sounds like it's going to be uh, off the walls. Awesome. But uh, so according to uh, pro wrestling sheet that the headline says location for all in announced and then wrestling podcast convention uh, to occur alongside event. We should be there. Dog. Alongside event. What? Hold on. I'm opening the actual article. It says here, according to pro wrestling sheet. Uh, the Young Bucks and Cody have finally announced the location of their upcoming all-in event, and Pro Wrestling Sheet has learned a wrestling podcast convention will be going down as well. The self-financed event will take place on September 1st at the Sears Center in Chicago, Illinois, uh, which has a capacity of 11,800 people. The group announced on Being the Elite this week via video from Aerostar Stephen Amell. According to sources, there will also be a wrestling podcast convention attached to the event that will feature live podcast sessions with many of the top names in wrestling podcasting, as well as legends, signings, and several official, quote, weigh-ins for All In. Uh, additional talent already announced for the event include Kenny Omega, Mighty Skrull, Hangman Page, and Tessa Blanchard. Flip Gordon still isn't booked. Parentheses, yet. Yet. All it. He did lose. He, he could I, I, I was in the middle of the match. Thanks. Uh, oh. <laughs> I mean, the article gave it away. It's fine. Oh, it did. Well, yeah, it says still isn't booked yet, and that was a week ago, I think, or last weekend. It was um, this Saturday. Mayhem in Manhattan. Yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> it's just that the wrestling podcasting that'd be cool if we're already there. We're not a legend, or uh, no, 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 no. I meant podcast. to go see it. <laughs> like, see a live podcast. Try and get us on that shit. Also, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like five followers. Yeah, yeah, we're flying those Indian dudes. With three of them, it's just me with fake accounts. Wow, Rocky. <laughs> it's actually me. Um, <laughs> it's me, Barry. It's, it's always been me. Remember those those likes that we got on Facebook? It's been me. It's my family and me. Um, the other big news is that weird ass greatest Royal Rumble in India that they're going to be doing. I no one know. It doesn't say that there's anything like behind it for winning it but like everyone's gonna be in it like cena and taker and all this crazy shit saudi arabia right yeah it's fucking weird shit but whatever uh you didn't see smackdown did you no <sighs> the cena one where no this oh. this past smackdown there was someone who fucking ate it on live tv <laughs> who ate it like they were filming you know they always fill the front of the, the fucking arena like here's the, we're at this arena oh yeah, yeah, yeah there was this arena and there's a statue and someone i think from the crew he's in shorts and he has something on his back pocket he walks to the statue and he fucking Whoa! And he falls on his fucking ass on live TV, and then they—they're like doing the oh here we are at the stables, and they all start laughing because they see the guy, and then they replay it and they do him in slow motion. He fucking eats it, <laughs> and it's on live TV. This it's guy comes funny. out and he just fucking biffs. I it. hope that's on Botchmania. It's just a random dude, and I, I think it's, it's, it's from their crew because the lights are really hard in the statue, and he's trying to walk up to the statue. It's funny. As soon as you talked about that camera like panning outside, the immediate like raw is war music came out. Oh, camera needs to go like everywhere for that shit. Yeah, that's the the crowd chasing camera though. Shawn Michael sucks cock. Fags, fags. Almost really bad science for back then. Yeah, yeah. Show me your tits. Bret Hart is a fag. It's like all these like whoa. What the fuck are these signs, man? So he sucks my dick. Yeah, it's all this stuff. The tamest one is Eric Bischoff could suck it. There was one that they had like a shot and it said like Shawn Michaels. Everyone was holding a letter and then they lifted the rest as gay. And it was like this huge thing and the camera cut from it really hard fast. I said like there's a whole footage thing of that. It's hysterical. It's hilarious. Um, uh, apparently, uh, other news, Jeff Hardy has been cleared to return. Yeah, so 
well, before we go into the, let's just say in full sale, the fast lane. fast lane, that um, we're gonna. What do you think about the the Hardy compound match? I hope uh, they don't show it at WrestleMania. I'll wait and see. I hope it's like a TV thing because a part of me is is happy for Matt that like now this is this is the ultimate gets, deletion. right. He gets to do it. He gets to do it in WWE like. You know, technically, you have the Showed backing. Vanguard one, yeah, you have the backing of of like the biggest company in the world to do f- the final deletion 2.0. It's all right? deletion, sir. I know, I know, but you know, you know what I mean. Maybe he'll get Bray on his side. Maybe Bray will become obsolete. That's Fix fine. Bray's character. He needs he needs a new character to begin with. Bray is fucking just like Dolph. That's it. It's done. And I and I like Bray, but he rambles, and then his character he kills people in all his, in his fucking storylines. But. I'm I'm interested. Like but they showed all the old TNA footage because they can. Scar's guard dog. Scar. There's gold boat Vanguard one. Ah, him in front of his house. They show the tombs. Everything. The the Jeff Hardy lawn. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, so that's the thing. Like I'm happy for Matt, and I'm I'm glad that this has kind of like come full circle in a way. Uh, but at the same time, they have a tendency to fuck things like this up. So I I have to be skeptical. I was. Well, you yeah. know. With everything on WWE. Right, right. But, you know, some people are just going to be like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. And then when it's not, I'll be like, this is bullshit. I'm so angry. I'm like, well, if you knew that there was a chance that it's going to suck, then you're not disappointed. Then, you know, there you go. So um, that's how I feel about that. But it is pretty cool. (laughs) So stupid. I can't believe this is a thing. Why? You know, well, that's when we first thought of it. When I first saw that fucking thing, I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. And then it was like, this is the best thing ever. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't believe that this thing that is so dumb when you look at it through, you know, rational eyes is also very fun. And like, it's awesome that it's come to it. it it's gotten to its ultimate form. Truly. I mean, I hope it doesn't tank or it become as bad as when they try to do their own with the right. fucking the new day versus the heart of the Bray. Remember that one in the cars and there was yeah, nothing yeah, funny yeah. about it. It was just like they're trying to do their the own Wyatt thing. Family. The Y family. Uh, and then they did the haunted house, which you would imagine would have been something like the fucking deletion thing. And it wasn't. So hopefully. Oh, yeah. And the whole storyline with Randy leading up to it, you know, where he's burning down the cabin. So he's fucking known arsonist there. <laughs> Doesn't get arrested. But he has to pose. Randy must pose. I lost my shit. We already <laughs> talked about that. That was the best thing ever. Light the fire. Boo. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I wish the whole time I had been treated like there was no camera there and he just takes a moment to stop and pose even though no that's what he did he no no because he could acknowledge the camera was there like, no the you, when they're doing those things you know the camera's just like no one sees it it's just there like you're in the backstage they don't they don't there's no recording it's like why are you having this secret meeting and there's a camera here he's just burning a house down he no, doesn't but know the camera's that there when he talks to camera hey hey he was I'm, talking to Bray <laughs> Yeah, but he's talking to Bray through the camera, so you have to acknowledge the camera. He doesn't think Bray Wyatt's actually standing in front of him and letting him burn down this house. So, but so he talks to the camera, so he's aware of it. So the pose seems like I'm sending this message of how little I care, Randy pose. But if the camera was treated as if it wasn't there, and all of a sudden he poses like a maniac. That's what he did, man. Just in front of the house. That'd be like knocking over with the house burning and he's doing the fucking finger thing. Just And it's just a silhouette of him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he yow poses for no reason. Yeah, what Bam! did you hold on to? Nothing. He just fucking falls down. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. Uh, but yeah, hopefully they do it justice. I hope they they go all out fucking crazy. They they use the footage, so I, I just want it to be fucking nuts town. And if they're smart, yes, yeah, and 
itch weed can show no <laughs> i assume jeff okay so what i assume with that is that so obsolete mule jeff comes back helps matt win i assume jeff will show up during that right maybe right. within that thing and maybe jeff helps him win or he doesn't and maybe it'd be cool if bray became the obsolete of this well thing. that's the thing right so i think what they should do is effectively carry over where they left off now on tna mm-hmm. right where jeff is the obsolete mule but sometimes he's Jeff and sometimes he's, you know, Jeff with the white contacts and shit. Mm-hmm. But they're both accessible. You know, it was, it was a baby face broken universe. Yeah. Because like Jeff came and went into character and nobody cared. And, you know, like Matt was always broken Matt. Right. So you just keep it there. Like Jeff returns as the aware, obsolete Jeff. Right. He helps Matt win. And because of that, they delete Bray. And then he becomes like the obsolete mule Bray. And he's just like a husk until slowly the seven deities grant him I, I really a hope. new spirit. I hope might that. as well. Like, that's what it needs to do. And then he can be babyface Bray because Matt's a babyface. You know what I mean? And and there you have a character babyface that can do all this ridiculous shit anyhow. Yeah. So through that, that leaves. OK, so on Raw. And now you have a trio also. You do. And on Raw, they had the whole thing, like, I know we were talking about SmackDown, like how they just made the Usos beat everyone, which just had no challenger. Now they have the New Day, which is pretty cool. But I didn't see. I heard that segment was really good. That was last last week. It was good. Um, And the little video promo they made for it was pretty good with the fucking music. But text everywhere. No, they had a like a promo package with the music playing of WrestleMania and stuff. Mm. Or no, of uh, Fastlane. I wonder who they're going to face at. At WrestleMania, it'll probably be Bludgeon Brothers because that's what they're—they're they're the only team they yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. On Raw, the Bar destroyed Dash and Dawson. Who the fuck would they face? The only thing logical would be like the Hardys. They're the biggest they faces. AOP? No, because I don't think they're going to bring someone up for WrestleMania. I mean, you're right, but that'd be like um, an after WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I'd like AOP, but they, that means AOP would come up and they'd have to like demolish them like right about, which is but fine. I mean, but I mean, the the tag team titles are going to be early WrestleMania, so it's not even going to have the prestige. Of WrestleMania, it's just going to be like you have a spot at WrestleMania. So, like, it'd be maybe not for the AOP, but another established tag team to be like, we like you so much. We're so confident that you're like part of the future of the tag division uh-huh. that you start just before WrestleMania and boom, well, you're, 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 you know, you have a strong showing at Mania as like the new kid. And even if you lose, you put on a good showing and. It is what it is. Because I think this whole, like, everyone must win at WrestleMania. Like, the deserving party must win. I don't think you have to do that. I think that, like, losing can be as strong as winning sometimes. But WWE has a hard time writing that. Because well, a loser always looks like a loser. It does. And I, I, well, personally, I hate the idea of someone debuting and then losing. Like, I I feel like it's such a fucking cop-out to, like, oh, you know. You, you like, come up and you lost. Like, when Kyle O'Reilly came, he showed up, he lost. And I was like, oh, that sucked. And then by fish loss, and I was like, okay, well, I know where they're going because both of them are going to come together. But Maybe it's like, but it, it serves a point for those two, yes. But if you're like getting that, like, here I can, big debut, WrestleMania, and then you lose, and it's like, oh, I don't know. There's something weird about well, losing it, on a debut. It depends, right? Because if it's like one of those names that, that is so near and dear to the, you know, internet wrestling community, then it's bad, right? Because then you're like, oh. But if it's someone that's presented like, well, even to a, a normal fan that's watching it to be like, understand who are these guys for the first time? Oh, they lost to the bar. Oh, great. Well, the bar's better than them. It's like one of those kind of things. Well, yeah, but I think this is why the performance level is is the the part that WWE think gets wrong so much, right? Because like, so Johnny Gargano loses to Andrade, yeah, right, 
And granted, it wasn't his first showing, but it was one of the first or only times he's gone for the title, isn't it? It is the first time he's ever gone for the title. Right, so yeah. I'm sure you and I felt like Johnny Gargano should win this. Like, he's put in the time, he's put in the everything, he should probably win this, because it was such a swerve to have Almas winning the title from Drew McIntyre. Yeah, that was. Right? So you're just like, well, maybe he was just like a transition spot to whatever. So then you have like that that indication already, but then he lost. Gargano loses, and you're just like, oh my god. And then you're that much more invested in the character. You know, it's it's kind of like the accidental thing that happened to Daniel Bryan. Yeah, but Gargano, I'll take it from that, Gargano was a huge, already ginormous Yeah, but to NXT, to, I think to the majority, to a portion of, that's not say majority, but to a portion of the NXT audience, like me, I didn't know dick about him in Evolve or in, in the Indies. Well, I'm talking in about way. from him growing, becoming an NXT star. Like, right, he right, is but that's like, what I'm saying. Like, I've seen the journey now from the beginning, uh-huh. just two guys that just showed up and people sort of knew who they were, but not everybody, to going for the title and having that, like, devastating loss. Yeah. Right? And and now, because I've missed it, being kicked out of the company or whatever. That's a good match, too. I didn't see it. I just, I, I barely pieced together that that's what was happening. But yeah. He kept being all sad on Twitter. And I'm like, yeah, oh, he done. must have, like, had to leave. And they made it, like, they played it up like it's official. So no one knows what's going to happen. Like, he's not going to have a match with Ciampa. Who the fuck knows? Ciampa came out tonight in NXT, so we'll find out. So, but I think in doing that, like, if you do it with a newish team, right, I mean, you know, this is just just to play against what WWE normally does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you kind of like humble them in a way, but they put on such a good showing. But it's just like you still got space to grow. It's it's effectively how John Cena debuts, challenges Kurt Angle, still loses, but doesn't lose credibility because of it. Mm-hmm. It's that it's that storyline is what I'm getting at. I'm like, I feel like they've done this at some point. They probably they have. You know, it just would be on Russell on the stage of WrestleMania and not on a random smack on a random show. It's just it sometimes it kind of makes you I just I just don't want it to like when you debut and then you lose. And it's like not me looking at it, but I know like you have it as to regularize and be like, oh, well, you know, well, yes, who but, is this guy? He lost. You know, <laughs> but I think that's also uh, part of the problem with that is that WWE has conditioned people to feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. When you're losing, when you lose, you're seen as a loser. Yeah. Right. And it, it's not like he fought his hardest. He fought his damnedest. You know, today just wasn't the day. Uh, you know, at a certain point, that was a very believable thing that could happen. You know, like Ric Flair cheated again. Ah. Yeah. You know, it wasn't for lack of trying. And then it became like, no, if you lose, like you suck. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it, it'd be great to get back to that place of just like this. This dude tried. They tried as hard as they could, but. It just wasn't in the cards today or something. Like right. That. And th- that goes into the whole like what we were talking last week with the Oscar thing where she won, but she didn't. And then she gets destroyed at the end. And it makes her look even worse. You know, it's like, I mean, I didn't think so, but I have heard a lot of people complain about that to it, a degree. It happened with this week, too, but whatever on this raw. Um, but yeah, I think I mean, the same thing happened to Nakamura. On which one? He debuts. He debuts hot. Like, and he was even faster than Asuka. Before oh, you talking about Nakamura it. on the main roster? Yeah, before he took the first loss. And then he would just, like, lose sporadically. And then you're just like, wait, what? I think he only lost to Jinder, really. I think that's what his first wins were. Didn't he lost lose him. one of those Dolph uh, series of matches? Maybe it was that off off camera. I, but I know he lost to Jinder were the big ones. But that's, that's a different story because that's like, you know, fucking Jinder destroyed AJ. He beat AJ. He beat Dolph. He beat, you know, Randy. It's like, oh. <laughs> what I'm saying is, once he took one of those early losses, 
the shine was a little bit off of Nakamura as far as like being like super important to the show. Yeah, because like, he was they, a, they, just another guy. Well, not even that. Storytelling clearly shifted focus to something else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it became the the gender show only, and even all the other top tier guys had to be relegated to other things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like AJ never really interacted with him until he took the belt. Yeah, he, like, was, he was always Kevin. kept off of a yeah. different onto a different storyline. You know, never to cross paths with the champion. I don't know. It's, it's it's weird. I think you could do that, but you have to be real delicate about debuting somebody before Mania, having them lose, but keep a semblance of momentum. Which is they've been like, you know, they've been monsters, but whatever. I, I get what you mean. I really, in the end, AOP should be on Raw because SmackDown has their monsters with fucking the Vintner and, you know, Blood Brothers. Yeah. Two big teams on one side. It's better yeah, than I agree. And then move Sanity over to SmackDown. Those are the two teams that should leave. Sanity and... Uh, fucking what i mean killing dane's awesome but uh by the way it's a separate headline says cesaro wants beach ball bringing at wwe fans banned hey i would be upset too and cesaro was hype upset when he ran and grabbed that beach ball <laughs> i was like he didn't he just went on autopilot like, he's just like hop down run grab tear, yeah, run bam. back and like i don't know how he grabbed that thing right from the audience he's probably like give it to me i mean he's cesaro he does a lot of like <laughs> give it to me i'm cesaro yeah and he hopped and there's no security he just fucking trucked it over that thing um, Did you hear this thing that Triple H is like really big on bringing back Alberto Del Rio? Alberto Del Rio wants to come back. He apologizes Triple H. Him and him, they both made up. Well, Alberto Del Rio made up to I Triple H. That shit. I know. Triple H wants to end his career in WWE. I mean, Alberto, I told you that a while ago. It's like this fucking guy. You know, he just, he's all over the place. Yeah, man. He's fuck just Alberto. a fuck up. Yeah. I would um, not want to see him back. If I see him back, I'm now I'm just like, Oof. um. So the Hardy thing, we'll see. I would assume that either leads to Bray becoming obsolete or Jeff comes back because Matt is better with Jeff, even though Matt's having this thing. But anyone programmed with Bray is always bad. So hopefully this ends on a good note. What's well, because and, Jeff can't not be liked by the fans. And, and Matt can't can. But Matt can be like, yeah, it's just Matt Hardy. Even wait, with wait, this whole delete thing, thing, it's like, ah, even though I really like it because I'm like, where's this going? Oh, it's finally going to this. Yeah, crazy Jeff is just like a pop magnet is what I'm, I'm getting at. And Jeff is main event material. I mean, he's like their bet. Yeah. I mean, he's great because he's a huge superstar. Right, he right. has charisma. He uses it and he can he can go. Don't get me wrong. I, ever since the Attitude Era, like the Hardys were like my team. Mm-hmm. Right. And Jeff was the, the preferred one. Right. Oh, yeah. And I thought it was just me. And then I'm like, OK, that seems to just be the general consensus. Yeah. Just a much better. <laughs> but I I still sometimes have trouble seeing Jeff as like a real main, main event guy. Uh-huh. Y- you know, like heavyweight title main event guy, even when he was mm-hmm. and even when he was heel Jeff, which is even weirder. Uh I, I it's hard to reconcile it sometimes. I get you. It's also weird because I want to consider him a small guy now, but they're smaller guys. So I'm just like, oh, I guess he wasn't that small to begin with. I think he's the same size as Finn. No, I not muscle wise, structure, but I think height wise. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he's he's just built bigger overall. You know what I mean? And not because he's like fat. There was a time he was very fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like before they were like the skinny high flyers, and now he's much more stocky. Yeah, you know, and f- and fits in more visually. Especially because of smaller guys like Finn. I can see him do... A, I mean, he did a heavyweight run before. He even won it. Yeah, no, so. no. But uh, yeah, if Jeff and Matt come back, that'd be great. Because it gives a new tag team back again. And people love the Hardys. And if they do their whole compound thing, and then they can go against Cesaro. Because that'd be the only team. Because they, they're doing the whole, like, we beat everyone. Who the fuck is there to fight? You know, besides the Hardys. And I think they lost him last time. Anyway. 
Um, so we got Fastlane this Sunday. Ah, oh, shit. I wanted to bring up one more thing. Go if ahead. you want to talk about it, because I, I have to read this and whatever. Yeah. Uh, coach, sexual allegations. Oh, yeah. That happened during the show, actually, or like an hour before the show went on. I mean, do you want to give the long and short of it? Because I don't he, know anything about it. Uh, it wasn't that he is suing, getting sued personally. ESPN is by, uh, I forgot the female's name. Um, but he's, he's alleged. He's be, named in the lawsuit. I see. A okay. bunch of names. He took her to he sent her an email by being a mentor and then the emails turned from besides work to like what music do you like and all this stuff and then she kind of realized he was coming after her and she made it a point that she had a boyfriend and then he just stopped talking and the mentorship went away uh she brought it up to someone i'm reading i'm remembering off the top of my head and coach has been known to kind of like sexually harass the girls in the company um and they knew about it and he still had his job and all this shit like that but he gets very kind of like you know a little bit too much of the girls but one could argue, I mean, this is not me. I'm very against sexual harassment, whatever. The whole thing, it sounds like anyone oh, trying so. to go after a girl and then, oh, you find you have a boyfriend. All right, I'm going to stop talking to you. Like, I'm done. Like, I don't like it's that one thing. It's like he came out a little too strong. She said no in an email like, hey, she alluded to that she had a boyfriend and then communication stopped, which is I got ghosted. You know, it's like, it's like one of those things. But her lawsuit is against the whole company that there's. Right, like a shit culture that, of, of that. bringing the women down and stuff like that. Yes, so it's not aimed at him, which is the good saving grace. But WWE didn't take him off TV, so mm. that's what's happening. Okay, sorry, Fastlane. Yeah. All right, so Fastlane, we have. I know. I'll run down the card. Yeah, go ahead. I have it up. Okay, uh, from the bottom to the top, Becky Lynch and Naomi versus Natty and Carmella. Yeah, I don't know the storyline is for it that. Is, it was sure just it's generic. Carmella's been talking shit on Twitter, and and Becky's being her little silly self and making fun of her, and then they just have a thing. Okay, so then you have uh, Nakamura versus Rusev. Yeah, because that was announced on SmackDown, right. and Rusev challenged him, and he's like, "Huh?" And then he's saying, uh, "Nakamura Day." He did that, Nakamura, and then he then when he's leaving, Rusev goes, "You can't make your own holiday, bro." He goes, "What? You, you can't do that." <laughs> Uh, then you have Charlotte versus Ruby Riot for the SmackDown Women's Championship. So for this match, this is when because you didn't watch Raw, so Oscar beats Nia for the final fucking. No, I, I saw that. I didn't see all of Raw. I saw most of Raw. Did you see the whole thing where she was crying at the end, talking to mm-hmm. to Alexa? So it's building well, up to uh, them. Yeah, yeah. Where Alexa was just like, mur, mur, mur. yeah, it's building up to them having to fight. So I assume charlotte will be versus oscar for either oscar shows up at the thing or on monday she announces that she'll go there or even show up on smackdown no, it's romania yeah but she'll show up on the pay-per-view and say you know oh sure i challenge you because they have to wait till the whole ruby riot thing's over yeah. before they can make moves um well or or uh in the middle of the match her music hits she challenges ruby riot tries to get the pin off of that but charlotte is too good She's too genetically superior and still manages to beat Ruby Riot, and then points back at Oscar, and they and point then to the sign at the Mania sign, and then Oscar points to the sign and nods her head, and off. then she nods and she says something in Japanese that only the camera picks up, and then fade. We're out. <laughs> That's not the main event, but that'd be cool. Whatever, man. The main event. I just want to fade to black. <laughs> Let me have to a this. commercial to the sure to the 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 e shop. You the go to Popeyes or... commercial. Oh, because you know New Orleans and. WrestleMania. They have the the cold flay fish and a fucking bun. Whatever the fuck it is. All right, so there's that. A twenty dollar meal deal, bro. I wish it was a Pompeys around here. What a gun! Then there's they're closed already. Goddamn I. (laughs) Then you have the Usos versus the New Day for the titles. I think it'll be good. And then Bobby Roode versus Randy for the U.S. title. It's the only title that Randy's never gotten. 
Sounds like he's gonna win it. I don't know. I I really don't know. I don't I don't see Randy why Randy never needs a title again. Yeah, I don't see why Randy should win it. They should keep it on. But Bobby. they gave him the WWE title for no reason recently, and he was the tag champion for no reason. He didn't uh, get the WWE title. Did he beat Bray? Yeah, man. He was, he was Oh yeah, yeah. Bray just and held it for Jinder one pay per view. Yeah, that's right. And then Bray held it for one pay per view. Yeah, that's right. Jinder beat him, and then we got the reign of gender. <laughs> we got hindered. Hard. Hindered. Uh, and then the uh, six-pack challenge WWE championship match. AJ Styles, John Cena, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin, and Dolph Ziggies. So the whole story going into that is that Sami Zayn is going to lie down instantly like Kevin pin him. I have no idea what's going to happen. I assume that everyone's not going to let him do that. Kevin put a teaser out for KO Mania 3. For a new and shirt? It's, yeah, it's... Uh, like a you know a squared cutout photo of his head, uh-huh. and then another head that looks like it could be Sammy's head. So it might be like Kevin versus Sammy at Mania, is is what it alludes to, but it could be something else. I don't know. I would assume that's what they're building to. It's a shame that they're arguing it this fast. They could have stretched it out like the Jericho. I mean, they might not Kevin thing. Well, they've been. It on could sm- be a good mystery on SmackDown. They have been. There was like some pressure between them, and they did. I some mean, stuff. like a month ago, there was no. It was happening now. And that's why Sammy. Again? That's why Sammy came out and told Kevin, "You're my best friend. I'm gonna lay down for you in the match. You know, mm-hmm. you can just take it." It was a huge thing. So who the fuck knows what's gonna happen? Uh, I know. I definitely, for sure, know John Cena ain't gonna win it because John Cena is probably gonna wrestle Undertaker. Uh, it looks to be that's the thing, which will be whatever. Cool. I don't want to see John Cena ever get that fucking A, get the 17 wins, and B, because Ric Flair has more than 17 wins, and it's not real. The 17 title holds. Um, But uh, AJ will probably pull on. I'd like to see that match. I think that match is going to be very good. There's a lot of really good people in it. I think nowadays also, I wanted to point out, Cena is not like what he used to be. He's very slow in the fucking ring. He's very old man. It's like weird. He's like, what, late 40s? His shoulders are bad, but it's funny because his shoulders are bad, yet the guy can, like, fucking lift, like, God knows how many pounds. Uh, but he's just not, he's not his U.S. Open challenge good. There's something weird about him. It's off. He's very sloppy and slow nowadays. Tina, yeah. Yeah. He gets good in his last one. It becomes, you do your move, kick out, I do mine. Then when it's the big stuff, because Cena's good for that. But outside of that, Cena does these right, sloppy right. punches it's, it's, now. There's a bunch of shit. I mean, what his punches have always been kind of sloppy. But yeah, he's not workhorse Cena. No, he's not. He's not good. Like he He's coasting Cena. Yeah, because he's old. He's old guy Cena. He's not like Tanahashi old that he can still go, but Cena's kind of slipping in his age. Um, I don't know. I hope it's a good show. Really, the only matches on that show that I care about would be the Usos New Day, because Usos are very good. That's just a funny thing to say nowadays. Um, I think the six-pack challenge probably would be good. It's probably going to be a big fucking clusterfuck, you know? It's got, what, dropping Cena off that, it's got three very good workers. Dolph can be good, too, but I think it's three good. Uh, Nakamura Rusev? Sure, why not? Uh, I like both of those guys. I mean, Nakamura's one of my favorite wrestlers. Who knows if Nakamura will put on his A-game like he does, but we'll see. So, I don't know. Um, well, I'll take it as it is. I'm just, like, kind of more excited for the things that are happening in WrestleMania. Like, I'll put it the Ronda Rousey thing. You know, she, her second time out now, or third time, it's it's kind of like Goldberg. It's not failing. Like, I really like this segment on Raw. It's very good. It's It's a good story. It's getting the story across. You know, and I know it's it's not going to be an incredible match, but it's going to be there to have Triple H and Kurt are going to set it up and Ronda will do her thing. We just got to see her in the ring. Hopefully she's good. You know, it's the only thing I worry about. She's fine on the mic. She's got that death person stare that she does, you know. Yeah, that's no, the most intense glare ever. So it'll be cool for what it is. It'll be a spectacle and that's what it's there for. 
I know she's going to be on every Raw up until Mania, so I have no idea how they're going to work that out. But um, I don't know about the we have so that we have the triple threat match for the Intercontinental Title. Uh, probably be cool. Draw, I mean, Miz is Miz, but you have two great people in that. Were you looking at me for something? No, no, you threw me for a second because we were talking about. I know, um, fans SmackDown, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're just like Intercontinental. I was like, wait, I'm talking about jumping Res- Res- Yeah, Mania. The only matches I know are Mania, and then the Brock Lesnar uh, Roman, which will be Roman. So what's the Braun match going to be? Nothing. Braun is just floating, I guess. Until I know, but there's going to be one. There you know? is. He's going to be in something. I get- he's inserted into a match, like people speculate, or he'll have an, a, another featured spot. Because I don't think they're going to be like here, win the Andre. I mean, he could maybe wrestle Samoa Joe if he's cleared. Maybe Samoa Joe comes back and they just have a mean guy fucking hoss match that just beat each other up. I guess. Or he's just there to, in case something happens with Roman Reigns. I don't know if you heard more about that. Now we'll jump to that. The whole thing more yeah, with the Roman shoot. Reigns. Oh. No, the Roman Reigns thing with the steroid stuff. There's like six other people that the guy's going to name that work in WWE. And a legend that spent like over a million some odd dollars. Something stupid oh, on okay. it. He'd be the only one <laughs> that had that kind of money. Mm, Paul Orndorff. But um, I don't know. God damn it! This fucking cat destroyed me. I just should wash my hands. I didn't even touch him that much. Too funny. Carry on. I have like it's like he feels like this. I know. Like, I know. A I, rock I, in your eye, and I'm trying to get it out. I know. I deal with that all the time. Um. So I guess that's what Brock is there for. He doesn't have a match, so he can. Oh, you were talking it. about this Roman steroids thing. That's it. No one knows oh, okay. anything else about that. But that's why I assume Brock is there to be. Floating in the not Baraka Braun in the off chance something were to happen, you still don't watch the mix match challenge, do you? I see the little gift highlights gifts. with Oscar doing the thumbs up. Um, so far, my favorites have been uh, that I've seen were uh, Goldust Mandy Rose versus Naomi and Jimmy Uso. Uh-huh. That was really fun. And the two matches that Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman have had. Team Little Big? Yeah. Did you see this? Yeah, yeah I was watching it the earlier Uso's before Little I started Bigger? watching uh, uh, ROH. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just fun. Like, it's it's cutesy in a way. Like, I enjoy I enjoy the, again, house show element to it. Because, mm-hmm. like, this isn't... You're not putting this on Raw. Yeah. You're not putting it on SmackDown, obviously. So, like, I like that this gets, like, you know, a slight featured area where it you know it feels like they're not nearly as tight on the reins of the storyline mm-hmm. just like go out there have fun because it's you know like you know inter um interleague play back when the mlb used to do that kind of shit where it's just like you're from raw you're for smackdown so obviously your stories will never currently collide so do whatever yeah have fun i mean there. well they're still kind of keeping the oscar thing yeah yeah, yeah. And I mean, oscar can't lose so she always tags herself in and let Miz like i think it was Miz and her versus with the Finn Balor Sasha yeah, match, yeah, I haven't seen that one. And I started she, it. She was worried that she was going to lose because her right, streak right. would be over. So she would like tag herself in. That was the whole thing where she thumbs up and she's like, "Let me get in and beat." Uh, she's Sasha. hilarious. I love yeah. hilarious Oscar. That that doesn't get enough of a shine on Raw because she's not supposed to be the badass. Yeah, yeah. Her. That's that's if you see her. Like, I like weirdo Japanese Oscar. That's my favorite Oscar. I mean, that Oscar is great, especially like Finn Balor and Sasha, like characters that shouldn't be together. I mean, like Braun and Alexa. I mean, it's fucking why is well, Braun there? Because he's in love with Alexa. <laughs> I, I like that storyline. It is funny, but it it takes away from the I'm not finished with you yet, guy. Like, but it doesn't play. matter because he's also a funny guy. He again, he, he just broke another upright base on someone. And like, but that's crush them with a no. Those are comedy bits. Yeah, but it's that's just Braun. disguised and a big guy doing them. So it he's is. still like, 
serve. But it's super funny to see the how big that, you know, quote unquote guitar is that he's smashing over the guy who smashes guitar over people's heads. Like, it's still a comedy bit. An upright bass. And I think that Alexa plays well into that because she's also really funny. Like, even in her heel bits, she finds a way to make it kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And I, I, they work really well together. And that stupid little storyline of just like, you know, she gets knocked off the apron and he catches her. And they look at each other longingly for a second. They're like, I'm sorry. No, I'm so, so sorry. I'm, <laughs> you know, it's like a whole rom com meet cute type deal that is really amusing. Like, I, I really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, like, you know, uh, Jimmy and, and Naomi can just be themselves from, like, Total Divas. Yeah. And I like them on Total Divas, so... I, I really have been enjoying the Mixed Match Challenge. I didn't think I would. I thought it was going to be stupid. I have to watch some of this, the matches. Some of them are just like, okay, this is a match. Yeah. And then sometimes you're like, this is a fun match. I really think the Mandy, Goldust, Naomi, Jimmy, like, illustrates that point best. Mm-hmm. It's just fun for, I think, 12 to 15 minutes or something like that. I think they're like 15 minutes, they have to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, whatever. Anyhow. um, Let's see. Is there anything else? Oh, I was reading the spoilers for NXT, so. Oh, wow. Like future spoilers? Taped? No, like today's episode. Oh, today's episode. Was EC3 there? Uh, no, it doesn't say anything. Wait. Uh, Ricochet there? He called it. Okay. They, there's a mention of it here, yes. Oh, wait, because this is... What the fuck? Oh, this is the TV tapings. Sorry. You are TV tapings, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They TV do tapings. show up at some point. Not, not today's results. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to spoil a bunch of shit. I heard it gets good. Like, I mean, it is already good, but I mean, I hope it, like, I heard it's like, there's people showing up, like War Machine and all that shit. I haven't one. gotten that far down. Like EC3 and fucking Ricochet. But I know Drake Maverick has been watching Ricochet. There was a post on his Instagram of him, like, opening curtain. He's like, I'm looking for talent everywhere. And it's him watching Ricochet and then watching someone else. For 205. So they're really hyping up 205. It's been getting a little pop, uh, hot hyper now. The the tournament matches and they're really going into it. And it seems like I think in summer they're going to kickstart it again to like reboot it. I think they're going to get a, a tag team going on in 205. That'd be cool. Hopefully they, they, they're letting them slowly do more shit so they don't act like heavyweights, which they should. They should be fucking, you know, if, if you get Ricochet on that shit, like I said before, and he just headlocks for like two minutes, I don't want to. It's not when I watch Ricochet, you know, you want to watch Ricochet fucking. Run well, up to that turnbuckle and moonsault. Well, you want a, something that's presented differently from Raw. Yeah. Like, you want to... It's the same problem that TNA's had ever since its inception, right? Like, you want something slightly different from what you see... Or what you're, you know, accustomed to seeing every single week. If you watch more of the same stuff, then you're like, okay... Why am I watching and, these guys that you said that they do these things? That right, they're promoted well, it's as It's just it? like, what makes this new show different? Right. Like, why should I invest more time into wrestling... That I'm already getting that in a product that, you know, you've got my money for Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Right? Like, why do I want to invest more time in the same bullshit? I want something different. I want I want the different thing. Right. You, you brought these guys on because it was supposed to be different, you know? And not saying that I don't want a guy who's like, you know, uh, a fucking submission guy. Because they can have that. I mean, you have Gulak. Will- I like Gulak in the Cruiserweight Classic. Uh, yeah. When he's That's why I, I grew to really like Gulak. And I mean, I like Gulak's character. That fucking no, no. I know what I'm saying. But. From from a technical standpoint, I thought that in the in the cruiserweight classic, him versus Zack Saber was awesome. Where they were just right, where it was just like locks and locks and locks and locks and locks. There wasn't a lot of aerial anything. It wasn't a lot of high, you know, high, high energy up, anything. Yeah. Right. It was just a lot of like technical wrestling, but it was different from what I, you know. It was more like the Dimalenko, Chris Benoit type. 
Right. And I can, and I want that too. I want both because little guys do both of that stuff. Like when you watch new Japan, little guys, I mean, yeah, Kushida's not a all over the place, but he does flip and he does do all the locks and Hiromu, they do all that stuff. Yeah. But I would hate if they're just fucking Kenny Omega and Omega Okada matches. Cause then it's just like, okay, there's nothing different. I mean, they each tell a different story in new Japan, but it's not like why I don't want to watch Grandma to leak, put you in a headlock. I want him to run on the ropes and fucking yeah, yeah, flip. Yeah, of course, of course. You know, but uh, whatever. So next week we'll be talking about um, fast lane. Hopefully it's good. And then we'll have, I think five weeks or four weeks until WrestleMania. And then this is a big show. And then we'll have the WrestleMania show. And I know WrestleMania week, if you're up there, it's looking crazier and crazier. Janelle's spring break, I think three or two where he's going to be wrestling. Joey Janelle's going to be wrestling the great Sasuke. I think there's a about that. Ring of Honor stuff. They're having the biggest WrestleCon there. There's a lot of crazy shit that's happening. Triple A's being there, all this stuff. It's a shame. Uh, like, there's a lot of stuff that if you were there, I would go see all those shows. Right, because right. it's made to see that the WrestleCon with all the biggest names there. They're having all these crazy matches with like people. Pentagon's gonna be there. All this stuff. So, oh, uh, and before I leave, um, I don't know if you know who Walter is and Keith Lee. You know, Keith uh, Lee is the big, huge, fat guy that can fucking fly. He's the heavyset black dude, and he's a big, fat guy. But I mean, maybe. He was in Lucha Underground, but he, was, he wasn't the guy who stole gold stun people. He wasn't he, the Mac. He wasn't the Mac. He was a big, he's a big, fat guy. Uh-huh. Not like, he's like upper body fat, so he's like a big dude, but he can run moonsault over the top rope and stuff. He's crazy, and he's mm-hmm. in Ring of Honor. And Walter's this huge German dude that's also a big guy. They're on the eyes of WWE now for NXT. And Keith Lee's like one of the biggest high flying big guys that you can see. Like if Killian Dane ran it went woo and like moonsault over the top rope. Right. It's like uh well, I guess I catch his own in a way. Yeah, he's fatter. Fatter than right, him. Right. I'll show yeah. it to you. And he does awesome stuff. He like I think someone jumped at him and he caught him in the air and fucking just sat down power bomb with him. Nice. But all right, guys. Well, we'll catch you next week. Once again, this is your host, Rocky and Rick. Later. Bye.